It's the show after the show. This is the After 9 Podcast with Scott and Kat. Never a good thing when someone just says, can we just talk? Oh, jeez. No. That's the worst thing because you don't know what they want to talk about. Then you start wondering, what do they know? It's rude to do that to someone too before you talk to them. Like if you're not going to talk to them for like 24 hours, like, you know what? Let's talk, but it's going to have to be tomorrow. But I got to talk to you. Mm. Well, what can, just, can you give me a Coles note or something, <laughs> something so I know what's going on? I need a heads up. I don't know if this is good or bad. It's rude. It's rude. Strategy though. That's why you do it. Cause you want to get in their head. That's what you're doing it on purpose. Absolutely. Right. Nobody says I need to talk to you. I just can't right now and doesn't do it intentionally. They do it to make you worry. Oh, that's so rude. It's totally rude, but we've all done it. In fact, I just read the average uh, couple fights 72 times a year just about the house. Whoa. Little more than 72 times. Little now more when, than once a week. Okay, so when you say fight, yep. because there's like squ- <laughs> Little squabbles or whatnot, right? Mm-hmm. And then there's fights. This would be an argument or disagreement. Okay. Six times a month. By the way, most of them happen in public or in front of other people. Oh, that is always so awkward being that like third person or other person when a couple is arguing and you're just like, eh, this is weird. Of those 72 arguments, eight of them happen in stores. 39 happen in other public places. 10 happen in front of family or friends. Only 15 of those happen actually at home. I've done it. Boxing day. Which giant TV are we going to get? Which one would look better in the living room? Which one would go in our bedroom? Yeah, let's hash it out right here in front of everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Stuff like that is like whatever though, right? Do we need a Nest thermostat? No. Do we want one? Yes, because they're cool. And everybody else has one. I don't know. Is that really an argument? Is no. it? No, that doesn't count. That doesn't count unless someone's really freaking out. When I was, this, I found that I, I, I ran into that awkward moment of being in the middle of like two, a couple fighting all the time. When I was serving at a restaurant, couples get into more fights than you think while sitting down at a restaurant and eating food. Really? Yeah. I remember walking into all kinds of really awkward moments. How do you deal with it as a server? Do you just come back later? Oh, yeah. You you get out of there as quick as humanly possible. Just going to fill up the water and get out of here real quick. And they always do that awkward thing, too. Most people do. And everybody who's had a little argument in public has done this, where if someone approaches them in the middle of it, they pretend everything's fine. So it's like, you never said that. Uh, Hi. Oh, yeah. My jambalaya is fantastic. Thank you. (laughs) Everything's good here. When you know, no, 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 nothing's good here. (laughs) I know. We can read body language, us humans. We know. (laughs) Oh, that's great. How many times have you gone through the drive-thru at McDonald's and you asked for something and they said no? Because I'm going to guess it doesn't happen very often. They almost never say no. No, not a lot of people will say no, depending on what you're asking for. They did to a woman in Florida. She rolled through the drive-thru at 3.45 a.m. on New Year's Day. So she'd been out having a New Year's party, having a good time. She ordered chicken McNuggets. They said, no problem. We'll get those nuggets up for you in just a sec. Mm -hmm. But she asked for sauce. And she didn't just ask for sweet and sour sauce or tangy barbecue, hot mustard. 
spicy buffalo. She wanted one of each of the sauces. Oh. Is that a fair request? Um, I mean, you can ask for it, but you might have to pay extra for it. I mean, that, that would be maybe my assumption. They told her, fine, you can have one of each of the sauces. And down there, they have eight, by the way. There are eight different McNugget sauces you can get. Because Murica. Murica. I'm surprised they don't sell it as a soft drink. Like, Americans are gross oh, sometimes. No. Like, they would probably drink it if you gave them a straw. Oh. In any case, they said, okay, fine. But we're going to charge you 25 cents for the other seven. Okay. You see? get one. Yep. I was waiting for that. Yep. So they wanted over three bucks for this. Wow. The woman. Livid. Livid. Sorry, it was just under three bucks. Correct my math. Um... That's when she said, and I quote, I will get those sauces by any means necessary. So she did what uh, most unreasonable people would do and threatened to rob them. Staff called the police. Police showed up. She resisted arrest. Oh my God. <laughs> Over sauce? She was drunk. Oh, it's an impaired charge. Oh, okay. Yep. There it is. Yep. There it is. DUI. Disorderly conduct. Resisting arrest, ten thousand dollars bond. Okay, so, all over sauce. So not good. I mean, this this woman rolled up probably from the get go. She was not a nice person at the drive through. Probably so not. That person working the drive through did what I think a lot of people would do in that scenario. When you've got a bossy complainer who's possibly drunk, you're gonna do everything by the book. No, you know what? You got to pay for it because you'll come across some people and some places. They won't charge you anything. Right. Case in point, Lancaster Smokehouse, so good. There's a little shout out for Lancaster Smokehouse. We ordered a bunch of stuff New Year's Eve, and I had requests from the people at my house for the party to get extra sauce. And I thought, okay, I'm going to pay for it because we need like a good tub of extra sauce. Nope, didn't charge me a dime. No wow. problem. That's yeah. nice of them. That's fantastic, right? And it was a decent amount of extra sauce. But by the book... I'm assuming some places they're supposed to, but other places will just let you have it. But when you roll up drunk, acting like an idiot, yeah, expect them to just make you do a little bit of work for it. I'm on a good, uh, usually three to five nuggets per dipping sauce. So if I get, what is it, a 12 pack that you can get, I'm going to need three different sauces just in case. And sometimes I might have a full one left over that I can just take home and dip whatever I want in it. However, sometimes they don't give you enough. Maybe that's what she was worried about. Maybe she wanted a different sauce per bite. I have no idea what the circumstance was, but this is why we all got to calm down. <laughs> Threatening to rob the McDonald's because they wouldn't give you sauce for free? That's not reasonable. By the way, by all means necessary? By any it means necessary. Would have just been giving money. Like, that's the means. <laughs> the means is the three bucks. Like, it doesn't make sense. Pay for you it? You moron? That's outrageous. I'm coming in there to by rob you. By any means, but not money. But any other means. Except that. That's the biggest means in the world. Oh, Idiot. Boy. If you want to see your mugshot, I did tweet it out earlier, and it's oh, a beauty. Great. You can tell she had a good, happy new year. You ever tried to fit in in an area where you weren't sure that you fit in? Yeah. Sure. Yes. Yes. Like every time we talk to the guys at the rock station down the hall. Oh. Ooh. A little weird, I right? always wonder if people who are really into, into either metal or rock or both like me. Because I just... I, I, if we're talking music, I just can't relate. They're talking about 
deep album cuts from Zeppelin and Rush, and I have no idea what's going on. I couldn't even tell you. Is Led Zeppelin a person or is it a band? Like, that's how bad it is for me. I just never got into it, and I can't. And I like all kinds of music. I've got country on my playlist. I've got pop. I've got a bunch of a bunch of stuff on there. I got everything from Michael Bolton to Drake. Okay, let's put it that way. And everything in between. Garth Brooks is on there. But the metal stuff, I can't. And then I wonder if they talk to me, if they think I'm like a basic and they don't want to talk to me. I'm not underground enough for them. You know what I'm saying? It occurred to me when I was watching The Bachelor last night that I think, and I'm thinking, I think it was Kelsey. The one who put had champagne all up in her face? Yeah, she was trying to fit in and look cool. Oh. And Okay, so I'll give you a prime example. One time, my son and all his buddies were at my place. Oh, no. Were you trying to be cool, Dad? I tried to be oh, cool, Dad. Oh, no. Don't try. Let me ask you. Have you ever tried to shotgun a beer? No, I don't think that would be for me. I, I sip. I'm a sipper with beer. Oh. I take a, I nurse. I take a long time. Well, I typically can consume the beverages fairly quickly. The younger people have figured out a way to drink it even faster. Yeah, they just poke, what is it? They poke a hole in the bottom and then they open the top and chug, 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 chug. You're absolutely right. You basically suck it out of the side, but pure volume, you can get a lot of it down faster. So now I'm basically an expert. I'll take on anybody. In fact, we should have done that at the Rangers game on Friday. Let's go. We were in the bar anyway. However, my first time, like most people, the first time they tried to do it, it went south and beer shot out one side and it spilled all over the place. I almost threw up. It was terrible. It was awful. <laughs> Brutal. So my first attempt at being cool, Dad, didn't go so well. Oh, no. Fortunately, I had already earned a little bit of cred by buying them beer in the first place. So that's good. Earned cred. See, don't say things like that. You need to not say things like that. Oh, does it sound weird it's when I say that? It's not good. Uh, okay, I'll it's stop not saying for you. It's Thanks, not, Mom. It's not for you. <laughs> but I thought it was cool. No. That's what it was like last night watching Kelsey when she was there with Pete. And there's the champagne there. And I'm trying to remember her exact quote. Did here, she say, oh, here. you got it? You know what? I have Even it better. for you. Hang Even on. better. Hang on. Here we go. We can drink from the bottom. Is that okay? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm not a classy all the time, so There we it's go. Fine. All right. Show me what she got. All right. I get. Oh. Are you okay? <laughs> what? What the hell? Are you okay? I'm so... Well, <laughs> oh no. <gasps> she got champagne everywhere. She gave it a swig. And anyone who's maybe tried to chug anything carbonated or bubbly at all knows if you lift it up fast enough and high enough, it will get you all over your face. This is the thing. You know what champagne wants? Out of the bottle. It tries everything it can to get out of the bottle. And when you just tip it up to your face and start drinking, should almost make that sound when you tip it up. We uh, put it on our Instagram page, too. So if you would like to see someone get sprayed in the face with champagne from The Bachelor, which I think a lot of people would be on board for, <laughs> check it out. Someone already commenting. Yeah, this girl was too much. <laughs> she was a real but piece of work. But she was trying, right? She was trying to look she cool. Was trying, and the key is you got it. You can't try so hard. The memes that are coming out of this already are fantastic. I think Barstool won last night. All there said was, when he doesn't warn you. <laughs> and there's so many more different variations on it. I actually felt bad for her last night because I think we've all been in a scenario like that. Like the first time somebody tries to get you to 
uh, do a shot that's yeah. on fire and you accidentally light your whole head on fire. Because <laughs> you don't understand how it works. <laughs> Stupid stuff like totally. that. Oh, we've all been there. We've all been there in one capacity or another, Scott. You went to a Greek restaurant once with the flaming cheese and you tried to light cheese on fire at home and couldn't figure out why it wouldn't work. Because regular cheddar's not flammable. Stupid stuff like that. It's all kinds of examples, and I felt bad for it. Oh, no. But I laughed my balls it's off. It's so funny, guys. Check it out again. We're on Instagram at, at 915thebeat if you want to check us out. New research has found that women with bigger breasts suffer colds for twice as long as those with smaller chests. First instinct when you hear that. What study, like, what kind of study was this? Uh, those with F-cup-sized breasts suffered colds, coughs, and flus for an average... F-cup? F-cup, yeah. Walk. For an average of 8.3 days compared to women with, say, a AA-sized chest who were under the weather for only 3.8 days. It's believed, cat. That the fat in the breasts weakens the immune system, which makes it harder for the body to fight respiratory infections. Fat stored in the breasts can weaken the body's immune system because of higher levels of the hormone leptin. Okay. So, you're sick. You need to check out your bra. What size am I? Oh. Oh. F cup. That explains why I've been sick for twice as long. You got back pain and you got a longer cold. Right? It does make sense if you think about it, though. I mean, if it's hormonal and it has to do with the fat, decreasing your ability for your immune system to fight off those respiratory infections. Okay, I get it. But instinctively, women are calling BS. I ran it by Gail this morning. Gail instantly. I don't know anybody with an F cup. O okay, but... There might be something to this. When's the last time you got sick? Uh, I was sick a little bit before the holidays. How long were you sick? Uh, I don't remember. Not long. Couple days? Not long. Days? Weeks? Days. days. It's probably a C cup then. That's right in the middle. That's probably... Jesus. <laughs> <sighs> New Year, same Scott. Uh, that's great. <laughs> it's 628. I had to work so hard to get you into that punchline position. Damn. I made you work for it, though. I, I did. know. You, you know did. I did that on purpose. <laughs> New Year, same cat, too. 44-year-old uh, billionaire. He's from Japan. He has kicked off 2020 by promising to give away $9 million to random people on Twitter as a social experiment. Wow. But that's not all. He's kind of using that $9 million giveaway to get attention for himself because he's also in the market for a woman. Oh. He wants a date. He's a billionaire? 44-year-old billionaire. He's actually a good-looking guy, too. What? Why does he have trouble to begin with? Maybe he's awkward. Maybe he's nobody's swiping on his profile. I don't know. Here's the thing. You can fill out an application to go out with him because there is somewhat of a vetting process because he's got to rule out the gold diggers, right? He doesn't want some girl who's just with him mm. to get the billions. Okay, good luck. But he has announced where the first date's going to be if you go out with him. The moon. The moon. That one up there. The moon. Shut up. I swear. So this guy, as it turns out, was the very first person 
to book a private trip to the moon with SpaceX. Bought and paid for. The trip is happening. If you want to go out on a date with this 44-year-old billionaire, you're going to the moon. That's pretty insane. How, right? how is he not just going to get people in it for the wrong, all the wrong reasons? I feel like, yeah, I kind of feel, I know, I feel bad for the billionaire. I kind of do, though, because I feel like it's going to be really hard for him to find somebody that's not in it for stuff like that. I'm going to the moon. Like, what? So the website says he has held a long held a dream of going into space. He wants to visit space that special place with a special someone through a series of one-on-one planned matchmaking. He wants to find a life partner. Single women over 20 years old, bright personality, always positive, someone who's interested in going to space and able to participate in the preparation for it, someone who wants to enjoy life to the fullest, and someone who wishes for world peace. Mm -hmm. If you meet all of those criteria. I love the world peace part second there. That's great. Okay. (laughs) Your application is due by January 17th at 10 a.m. Japanese standard time. I'll tweet out the link, actually, if somebody wants to actually do it. People will. People will. Are you kidding me? Throw us a follow at 915thebeat. Give me like five minutes. I'm going to tweet out this application because wouldn't it be amazing if the person who won was from Waterloo Region? If one of our very own were going to the moon with a billionaire. I'm all about it. You could take off from the Waterloo Region Airport. Hopefully you people that complain about the noise can back off for just a little bit for the shuttle to go up and then we're good. <laughs> Laura text us 519 beach She goes, okay, so celebrities, you're talking about stars being in the city. The ones who want to be noticed will get noticed because they live off the fame and thrive for it. The ones who are true people don't go out to be noticed. A good example is Adam Sandler. When he goes out, he dresses weird. Like he's still in Little Nicky. In a place like Toronto, he kind of blends in a bit. Or Sia. That's another good example. For those who don't know, Sia, which a lot of people I think don't know what her face looks like anyway, but true fans do. She was at a Target and she decided to just start purchasing people's items. It was, just took one person to realize who she was. Then everybody flocked over and realized who she was. But there are a lot of celebrities that can blend in. And even in Toronto, there's been a lot spotted on the subway who are filming in the city, perhaps. Maybe some who live here. And people will spot them. And then it's not till later on. But everybody on that train, for example, that subway car, doesn't even notice they're there. And I think, I mean, to that point, yeah, it's a good point. I think that you can go out of your way to kind of become unnoticed. And then people won't pick up on it as much. Maybe there won't be as many photos taken of you and stories of you, etc. It can be done. Where are Mitch Marner, Austin Matthews, John Tavares going out for dinner where they aren't getting noticed? Because you have to know they go out probably a couple times a week. Yeah, but we're I... talking like 20, 22 year old mm-hmm. guys that are not cooking in their condos. So they're probably going out. How do we never notice them? We all know what Austin Matthews looks like. We all know what. Uh, Pascal Siakam looks like. 
how do these guys go out all the time and not get noticed? Because I'm really trying to understand how it would work if Harry and Meghan move to Toronto and how they're not going to get hounded. Well, that, I mean, yes, Harry and Meghan, if they if they do move here, that's a rumor, by the way, that one of the places they're going to be living is in Toronto, is Toronto-based. I think they're going to be left alone a lot more than people think that they will. Not a lot of people really have the guts to approach people, even if they realize that they're a celebrity. But to answer your question, I mean, Austin Matthews does walk around the city. My cousin just took a photo with him not too long ago. Actually saw him in the parking garage at Sick Kids Hospital, where he went on his own, drove his car, went to go visit the kids. Wow. They do that from time to time. But he happened to be there with his son and noticed, hey, is that Austin Matthews walking through the parking garage? And so he did end up going up to him and asked him for a quick picture. But I think that we do it a little more sensibly here, for the most part. Whereas if we see someone, we're a little more quiet about it, that kind of thing. It's not a big a deal. On a much, much, much smaller scale, we can't even go places without getting recognized. I get recognized in Costco. Last mm -hmm. time I went out for dinner, I was at Bauer Kitchen. And somebody came right up to my table and said, hey, nice to meet you. Glad you're here. Uh, can we take a quick picture? Yeah, okay, sure, no problem. And then they just left. That was fine. And I have to think that if you and I are getting recognized in Kitchener, there's no way Harry and Meghan can exist in Toronto in any sort of a normal lifestyle without getting hounded. It, well, it's not going to be normal for them anymore. Anything that they... I mean, Harry's never no normal. Harry's never no normal. Keep in mind, Meghan has no normal. So there's a difference there. But I don't think anything is will ever be normal for them again. And I think that that's something you sign up for when you want to do something in the spotlight. It's not like they're going to go work at... Uh, you know, Costco, for example, they're going to start a charity. They're using their name, their likeness, their history to get money for this charity, to raise money. So they want to be recognized in a way. It's not like they're asking people to completely go away. They launched this Instagram account, this website. They're not asking for complete privacy. So, no, they shouldn't get complete privacy. And to your point, you're right. Are you always dressed down when people recognize you? Because that's always what happens to me. Yeah, always. I and I always feel up, weird. I was looking a mess at Zares once. Oh. Just not long ago, just a couple weeks ago when that happened to me. Can I do the, I would love to take a selfie with you if you just give me like 10 minutes to go to the washroom <laughs> and fix my hair a little bit and make sure there's nothing Let in my just teeth. just check this Joe Fresh for some clothes here because what I'm wearing <laughs> is ain't going to cut it. No. Can you use nine filters on that? That'd be great. I think most of us have been on a flight. Although every now and again, I run into someone who's Never, never left the country, flown? never flown. Mm -hmm. I always find that strange. But anyway, if you've been on a flight, you know that they serve alcohol. Maybe you've seen some of those people who drink too much alcohol <laughs> on a flight. <laughs> I'd like to introduce you to a British woman. Her name is Demi Burton. She is 20 years old. She boarded a flight on May the 9th. This was a while ago. She was already completely hammered. And then she continued to drink wine until flight attendants told her, you're cut off. No more booze for you. However, by then, she was so drunk that she was going up and down the aisle, propositioning several men to go get frisky in the Stop. lavatory while cruising at 30,000 feet. When she was told she could no longer drink booze, the woman kicked, bit, and headbutted crew during her four-hour blowout. She went on a four-hour rampage. How did they let her on the plane? She must not have been that bad when she entered the aircraft. They but say I mean, she was drunk when she got on. So then, I mean, airline, hello. 
They're not supposed to let you on if you're like inebriated to the point where they're a little worried about you. 259 passengers were on board watching this whole thing go down. Then there was a doctor, an anesthesiologist on the flight. He tried to restrain the woman. He got bit on the elbow and headbutted. So, after other passengers also got bit and kicked, they finally got six crew members together and took her down. They restrained her and handed her over to authorities as soon as they landed. What happens now? 20 years old, too. Mm -hmm. Was she by herself, does it say? She was on her way to Australia to get away from her family. Oh, I'm sure her family was probably okay with that based on what I'm hearing. She says they were very controlling in an abusive mm -hmm. way. Mm -hmm. So the prosecutor, because it's in trial now, says that the woman appeared to be drunk before getting on the flight. Judge John Edwards handed down his ruling. He says good order on any flight, in particular a long distance one, is essential. Those who undermine that and behave in a crass way deserve to be dealt with harshly. Hmm. Six months in jail. Wow. That'll teach you. <laughs> I'm okay with that. Why wasn't I on this plane? I'm on the most boring flights and I get the stupidest delays. Like, oh, tire pressure's low. and blah, 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 blah. I don't ever get drunk women running up and down the aisle saying, who wants to go to the lavatory and join the Mile High Club? You wish you had had the offer? No, it's not that I want the offer. Well, it's nice to be considered. I would do it, but it's nice to get an offer. <laughs> it's nice to be considered. You know, uh, every now and again, sometimes people uh, make you feel good just by offering you something. In any case, yeah, six months in jail because she got drunk on an airplane. Does the airline bear any responsibility here because they let her on drunk? I think so. Well, that's the part that got me right away is that I thought if they think you're inebriated to the point where they're worried... A, they don't let you on, and B, why would you continue to serve someone? I guess she held it together. She could have, pretty right? Well, I mean, there's no ride spot check no, when you get on the plane. And if you're fine, because don't like, don't get me wrong, I've I've gone on to a flight tipsy. Don't get me wrong there, but it's not to the point where oh, she's drunk for sure. It's just a little <laughs> happy giddy. The Air Canada Lounge is fantastic. If you've never been in it, it's an open bar. In fact, you just pour your own drinks. Maybe she was in one of those kind of lounges before she got on the flight. I don't know. But there's a few times I've wandered down to the gate after leaving the Air Canada Lounge and thought, it's a good thing somebody else is flying because I'm in no shape to do this. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. I hear you. An employee, just before Christmas, he works for Fastenal, gifted with a bottle of barbecue sauce for the holidays from a multi-million dollar company. He says that was a slap in the face. He's from Toronto. He went on Twitter. He pointed out that the American employees of this company got a very nice gift basket that was full of M&Ms and jerky and all sorts of other goodies. All he got was a $6 bottle of barbecue sauce. Ooh. He said it was a slap in the face. He said, we pushed really hard to reach our goals this year. I gave the company so much, and I felt disrespected when I was given barbecue sauce as a holiday gift. So the next day, his boss from Fastenal gave him a call. The 
conduct policy was apparently violated here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he was fired from his job. I gotta be careful what you put out there on Twitter and on Facebook. He said it was the worst Christmas gift of all. Christmas just came by. There are bills to be paid. My visa bill. Money is an issue. I'm a very heavy believer in God and everything happens for a reason. But I believe I was done very, very dirty. Oh my gosh. I don't know. I don't know. He seems pretty ungrateful. I did get a DM here from someone who works for the city here who says they got a candy cane from council. He said, I'll take the barbecue oh. sauce. <laughs> a single candy cane. Single candy All cane. Right. All right. <laughs> Is work obligated to give you anything? I didn't. I never thought so. Um, I, I'm. I don't believe so. No. What if in this case, like where they gave the Americans something a little more tangible, but the Canadians just got barbecue sauce. I know that for a lot of cross-border companies, the Americans and the Canadians are not necessarily in sync on a lot of issues, including what the annual gift is going to be to the employees. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's why. Maybe there was budgeting that was a little different. They had a little more money to spend south of the border. I don't know why the Americans got something different, but... Would you feel weird if, for example, our employer at one of the other chains of radio stations that we have, if they got something really cool and we got nothing or something that was really just sort of a token? But we are smart enough to know you don't tweet that and post that. You can be pissed off about it. And that part I understand to be a little bit bitter, especially if, like you said, you found out, right? What if you found out over there at Dave FM? What if you found out that morning show got like a great gift basket and we got nothing did they what they get yeah you should see really yeah huh. i know but we did get a paycheck and i'm well, pretty happy with well, the paycheck this is the thing, and right? that's why we do what we do right we go to work so that we get the paycheck i i don't know like chris disagrees here um over text you can text us anytime 519-571-beat he says a bar- bottle of barbecue sauce is bs i've worked at loblaws only one year for christmas they doubled our paycheck Really? At Loblaws. That's pretty good. That is pretty amazing. That's pretty amazing. Hmm. Is that an employee incentive program? Do you, like, save a couple of bucks from each check throughout the year so you get a big one at Christmas? Or is that just a gift from the company? It's a gift from the company, I believe. Good on Loblaws. That's fantastic. And they probably work their butts off in December. No doubt about it. They do. I was watching those poor people do PC Express right before Christmas, and they were running until they were ragged. Yeah. I'm not sure if it's the uh, the production, the uh, distribution center that they have here, or if it's at the store. He doesn't specify, but that's still pretty cool. Double the paycheck is all right. It's all right. (laughs) Yeah, it beats barbecue sauce. What do you think? You can text us, like Kat said, at 519-571-BEAT. Should he have lost his job for that tweet? Again, he was in the picture. He was holding the barbecue sauce. He says he felt disrespected. Let us know. Okay, Laura, by the way, says you missed the part on his Twitter account. The Twitter account does not have his name. They fired him, did not give him severance, and I believe this is wrong. She says it's also why employers should show their appreciation for their employees at Christmas time as well as other times of the year. And is that an obligation of the employer? Or is the check what you get in exchange for the work. Let us know. This text says, uh, yeah, the guy um, was found because the company investigated and found he had pictures of the company in the background of some of his photos. That's how they found it. It was him. Barbecue sauce is a dumb gift they add at wintertime. Seriously, I'd rather get nothing. 
And maybe that's the alternative. Maybe if you're going to get all judgy about what you get, maybe you should just get nothing. Don't get anything. Well, that's what this texture pretty much says. They say, um, people complain they get mediocre things. I did not get a thing for Christmas. Um, And a couple other people. You know what? It's kind of mixed, though, honestly. Some people think, yes, there should have been some kind of suspension or situation, but he should not have been fired for it. What if the company has a very defined code of conduct? And I realize that many, many, many people have not read their company's code of conduct. I'm almost positive we've probably got one here. Did I read it? No. No. There was a welcome package of stuff that I had to go through that is still sitting on my kitchen table. Well, you had to click, click, click. A lot of times now it's all online. So you just click. Yep. Agree. agree. Yeah, I agree. I read it. Yeah, I read it. Sure. I read it. I read it. And then later you go, wait, what? Whoa. I clicked off on that. But isn't it common sense now? I'm sorry, but how dumb do you have to be to post something about the company that you work for and not think, even though it's a private account and you think nobody's going to see it, not realize this might have repercussions if I post something negative about the company that's paying me money? I don't, in, my, like, in my opinion, this day and age, just don't do it, guys. Don't, don't put it out there. Unless you have a serious issue that happened. Barbecue sauce is not a serious issue. Get over it. Honestly, and don't tweet about the company that pays you. Like, I I just don't understand. It's kind of common knowledge now. This is 2020. Get used to it. If you haven't been the last 10 years, social media counts for stuff like that. There's a lot of people looking for a job, too. There's a lot of people that will see stuff. Pretty competitive right now. Yep. And you don't think they're going to see it? They'll see it. So assume everything you put out there will be read by your employer. Have that assumption going into life and you'll be okay. If not, get off social media. Do you feel bad for this guy at all? No. It was a dumb decision to make. Yeah, it was dumb. Interesting. Thanks for all the texts on this, everybody. We appreciate it. I was fully expecting yesterday my DMs to be completely clogged up with people trying to explain to me the foot fetish. And so far, Kat. Oh, yeah. How is that going? I forgot to ask you this morning. None so far. Nothing. Okay. We had a great chat yesterday in the After 9 podcast, which comes out almost every day. Almost. And we talked about smell dating and we talked which is a thing yeah it's weird it's so weird we also talked about foot fetishes and I just asked somebody to explain it to me because I don't get it but there's some people who are so into it and Kat made a really revealing statement about some of the DMs she's had in yesterday's podcast if you want to hear what she had to say go back and listen to it I think it's episode 144 was the one that came out yesterday but I thought somebody even if they want to remain anonymous, that's fine. Would DM me and explain. Because Kat flat out said, don't send it to me, send it to Scott. Nobody so far. Nobody has been able to explain to me why there's people who are offering money to strangers for their socks. Mm-hmm. Nobody so far. And that surprises me. I thought for sure somebody would be all over it because I know it's fairly common. I don't get it, but I know it's very common. Well, I mean, I have a theory on it, and I talked about my theory in the podcast as well. You know my theory, but I I don't know. I I don't know enough about it. So if people want to reveal whatever they want to reveal, that's great. We would like the intel. If you want to know what smell dating is, we'll just give you the Coles notes here. Basically, they give you a shirt. You wear the shirt. For a couple of days. No deodorant, no perfumes, nothing. Then you send the shirt back to the company. They're going to send out pieces of the shirt and people will sniff the shirt and think, oh yeah, I felt an attraction to that scent. And if you two both match, they enjoy your scent, you enjoy theirs, boom. 
then you guys can connect on the app and start chatting. It's weird, man. It's just weird. But on a very primal level, we are attracted to smells. Absolutely. But I feel like we... Someone can smell really great, but you're not. it doesn't mean you're attracted to them at the same time. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I There's think we get, much more to it than a, a primal attraction. Absolutely. You know, the smell. Smells are comforting, but it's usually when you know that person, right? You enjoy the scent of your significant other because it comes with memories and it comes along with a whole bunch of other things. The feelings that you get because you know them. Comfort. I don't know how it would feel if you just gave it a sniff and thought, yeah, I could run with this. I don't know, but it is a thing. You can sign up for it online. <laughs> I almost spit out my coffee. Yeah, I could run with that. <laughs> you can run with it. Do you think there's the same one with socks? No, the foot fetish thing is on a whole other level. I think level. we could make some serious coin if we did sock smell dating. You know there's enough people out there. It'd be 100% guys. There's no girls that <laughs> want to smell dudes, a guy's socks. Just dudes sniffing each other's socks. <laughs> yeah, we could be besties. <laughs> Want to go for wings tonight? The Leaf game's on. I like the way your toe smells. <laughs> that is in episode 144 of After 9. It's free in Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcast, and more. Give it a listen, and if you're willing to be the person who finally explains it to us, we will share your DM in After 9. Tell me if this guy was justified in doing this. Okay. I like playing playing Judge Cat. It's fun. He was on a date, and he decided he was going to ditch the girl that he was with. He invited her out. He was just going to get up. I got to go to the bathroom or something, but actually leave and (gasps) stick her with the bill. Here's why he did it. He'd gone out with this girl a few times. One of their mutual friends sent him a screenshot of some texts or social media posts or something that she put out there that implied she was just using the guy for free food. (gasps) And we've heard stories like that before. snap. There are people who will go out on dates really just for the free meals. There's a name for it, right? There is a name. And it's, if you you know the name for it, tweet us or text us. 519-571-B. He says that she had means... She had money. She was often carrying a Chanel bag and had on pricey clothes. Hmm. He didn't like the fact that she was using him just for the free food. So he thought, this is going to be revenge. I am going to ask her out, Mm -hmm. order food, and then I'm just going to dip. Yes. And left her with the bill. He says he started getting, quote, furious texts from her. Hmm. 45 minutes later, saying she had to have her mom come to the restaurant and pay the bill. Wait, she didn't even have any money on her? No. She was so assuming that he was going to pick up the tab? She didn't even bring money with her. get a job. The story is going viral now. He said, quote, Obviously, what I did was not morally good, and I should have been direct with her. But this wasn't about doing the right thing or learning anything. Nah. I'm okay with it. Uh, no, Are I'm you really? T- I'm totally okay with it. That'll teach her a good lesson. Even though he acknowledges it wasn't the right thing to do. He should have just confronted her and said, hey, are you using me for, for meals here? No, because you know what? That's not as embarrassing as her having to call her mother. And she needed that little bit of, uh, just a little bit of, uh, twist that knife. 
The fact that she had to call her mom. She didn't even bring money. She didn't even bring any means of paying for this. So you know her, her intentions. Yeah, I'm okay with it. I'm all right with that. She learned her lesson, no doubt. You yourself have said in the past, the person who asks the other person out should pay the bill. We're talking about a first date. Uh, That's only a first date rule. Okay. That's only a first date rule. These two have been together a couple times, and now he's realizing that she was using him, and he had been already paying her bill a couple of times. Totally different scenario, my opinion. It's called a foodie call. Foodie call. Thank you. There's a couple of names for it. Someone says it's simply called a see you next Tuesday Ah, move. Yeah. Yeah. I don't disagree with you on that either. Uh, But a foodie call. Yeah. That's brutal, man. Why do people do that? What's wrong with you? Hey, listen, if you're lonely and hungry, there's many, 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 many websites and apps that you can call up where you can take care of both in one shot. Chances are you'll go out for a nice meal and you won't be lonely because you'll have someone to enjoy it with. And in a lot of cases, they'll even pick up the bill. So maybe this is a misunderstanding. Misunderstanding. Maybe he thought this was a relationship and she thought it was more of a foodie relationship. That's the thing, right? And it seems as though she's only pissed off that she had to call her mom to pay, not pissed off about the fact that those two are over. Clearly, she didn't care about him at all to begin with. It is a little weird that she would go out on a date with no money in her pocket. Mm-hmm. Or not even close to enough for mm-hmm. what she was ordering. And he ordered. I wonder if he really went high end on the bill. Was that the night he ordered a nice bottle of wine? Was that the night he went for the surf and turf? <laughs> Just purposely? Maybe it was. Good for him. Good for him. No, I'm, I'm on his side on this one. 100%. You get what you deserve. Good that you can call your mom to come and pay the bill. My mom's screening calls now. She doesn't even answer anymore. <laughs> pay yourself, mom. Scott. <laughs> Not your you own. asked her out. Now you can pay the bill. <laughs> if you want to weigh in on that or anything else, 519-571-BEAT to text or speak to us. Good morning, The Beat. Hi, good morning. Hi. I'm, I'm calling about the uh, comments with the guy that just out on the date. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think? I think he was right. I don't blame him. Really? Mm-hmm. I don't I don't blame him. I have actually been on a date with like that before with someone a few times and the same thing happened but they actually told me that okay, I really don't have any money and I called them out on it. They told me they didn't have any money but they liked hanging out with me. And we're actually still friends today, but I don't blame him. I would do the same thing. You should be upfront. Is that why that relationship didn't work out? Because they tried to go out on a date assuming you would just pick up the bill? Yeah. Yeah. But I did call them out on it and they owned it. Well, at least they owned it, I guess. That's good. And you didn't ghost. You didn't take off and make him pay the bill or try to pay the bill? (laughs) No, I didn't. Ah, Good on you. (laughs) Good for you. You're a patient person. Nicely done. Thanks for the call. Have a good one. Thanks. Bye. We all know that Lizzo is constantly struggling on social media with trolls. People that take shots at her from everything from her music to her weight and her body shape. I didn't necessarily expect this, though. Jillian Michaels Hmm. of The Biggest Loser fame, The Trainer, took a shot at Lizzo. And she was asked if she wanted to backtrack on it. And she said no. Listen to this. It's going to start with her initial shot at Lizzo. Um, Why are we celebrating her body? It isn't going to be awesome if she gets diabetes. You stand by everything you said. 
I do. Here's the reality. It's actually about the biggest loser and does that show work today? And I said, I don't think so. I said, because I think the world has become so PC that we, we've gone so far as to glamorize obesity and we're denying the reality of certain health ramifications. There's two different narratives, right? One narrative is love yourself, value yourself. So and she, then it goes on from there. Yeah, and she clarified that she does kind of regret bringing Lizzo specifically into it. And so she should. Because why are you honing in on one particular overweight person? You know, that's what really bothered people. Jillian Michaels, though, for the most part, can just shut up. Like, shut up and go away. She drives me nuts. And because it doesn't matter what it is. It could be uh, paleo or a keto diet or Atkins or whatever you might be doing. Intermittent fasting. She's going to shut it down. Why? Because it doesn't make money for her brand. She wants you to buy her DVDs. She wants you to buy her books on weight loss. She wants you to subscribe to her stupid website. So she shut down so many things throughout the year that have, by all means, worked for a lot of people over there. But because you're not doing anything for Jillian Michaels and doing all of those things. She doesn't like it. She's not a fan. So you don't think she really cares about Lizzo's health or the potential for diabetes or whatever because she's overweight? I'm not, I don't think she cares very much at all. It, it's the, the bottom line is the dollar. And also, let's keep in mind here, The Biggest Loser was under such controversy while she was on it for extreme unhealthy practices. Very. Not eating enough not fueling your body, exercising too much, uh, a lot of other things. It's main reason why the show stopped to begin with. So again, I just wish she'd just shut up and go away sometimes. Do Ugh. you think Lizzo likes the controversy or do you think she just wants it to go away so she can just be a singer? I'm sure she doesn't mind. The cool thing about Lizzo is Lizzo has a group that's already an army of fans. I don't know if Lizzo has like the... The fan name? Does she have, like, a fan base name? Has anyone nicknamed her fans yet? I don't know, actually. That's a great question. I'm not sure. If you're part of the fan army of Lizzo, let us know what you call yourselves. Yeah, maybe there's a name for it. But anyway, I mean, they're doing all the attacking for her. She's at now at a stage where she really doesn't have to say anything. But she said stuff about haters in the past. And I believe, I believe, I quote Lizzo on this, if you don't like the size of my ass, you can kiss it. <laughs> is what she said more recently about some of the haters. And that's fine, man. To each their own. To each their own. I don't think we need to criticize each other's. I'm sure she knows the health risks. Hopefully she gets doctor's, you know, visits like all of us should and figure out with our own doctors what's good for us and what's not. But just let her do her thing and leave it alone. What's the deal with this milk you brought me? Because when you said you were going to bring in milk, Look, I didn't expect like a quarter of a jug of milk. Kate, you're welcome. First of all, you... Wasn't it your turn to bring in milk? Didn't I do I, it last no, time? No, nope. I did it. What? I brought the jug of milk and the cream last time. Stop. Yep. Okay, well, I bought the coffee. The coffee that you were drinking yes, right now. Yes, and it's I my bought... turn next. We rotate. But That's you what brought we do. me like a used jug of milk. I brought you what's remaining of the milk jug because I'm not going to bring a brand new one liter milk. Which, by the way, is for my daughter. It's not even mine. I don't even drink milk. Oh, well, now I feel like I'm stealing well, from you, your kid. You should. You should feel like a horrible person. <laughs> Why and is Santa on it? Milk. Did you get that on sale? Okay, so this is the best part right now. It's Sobeys. Everything that has Santa's face on it is on sale right now. Oh, it's perfectly, like that at Walmart, too. Perfectly good items. Like this great aged cheddar stuff they have. It's $6.99 in a brick, but it's $1.99 because it has Santa's face on it. The old stuff, which is still perfectly fine. 
So I stocked up on everything that has Santa's face on it or a gingerbread man. And milk is one of those items. Why are we putting Santa's face on cheese? That seems like a random thing to do. Uh, I guess it's good for like a hostess gift and things like that. It's more of a gifting cheese. Here's a gifting cheese for you. A gifting cheese. <laughs> if that's a thing, that's what they do. The Santa on the milk is brilliant. I mean, my kid loves the Santa on the milk. And now Santa's going to be gone. And I don't even know how to try to convince her to drink anything. Now, I don't celebrate Orthodox Christmas, but I realize millions around the world are celebrating Orthodox Christmas right now. So Merry Christmas if you're celebrating. There you go. I, just like many of you, currently have a milk jug with Santa on it because Kat drinks cream and I drink milk with my coffee. It just seemed weird because it looked like such a big jug. And I thought, oh, wow, cat went all out. I'm not going to have to get milk again for ages. Sorry, dude. And then I picked it up and there's like a (laughs) little bit of milk in it. And I thought, you just pulled this out of your fridge and brought it in this morning. That's exactly what I did because I wanted to make sure you had milk. (laughs) But then lo and behold, you brought milk in even though I said I got your milk. So you brought a brand new one in and I brought mine in. There's nothing wrong with it. Nothing wrong at all. It just feels weird when I'm expecting a brand new thing of milk and I pick it up and for all I know, you and your husband have been drinking out of this jug for a month. (laughs) It's got Santa on it. It has Santa on it. It still has Santa on it though. You go to a store, it all has Santa on it right now. That's what it is. That's how it goes. You know, if you like to decorate with Christmas decor for Valentine's Day, you have got a financial windfall in your future, everybody, because Mm -hmm. everything is cheap. Like the same lights that I spent a fortune on at Walmart and Canadian Tire back in November, now I can get them for like 70% off. They're practically giving them to you when you buy a gift card. They were selling Christmas trees at Lowe's, and I went to go try to get one because I want a 12-footer. $30. $30? $30 clearance trees. I think there still might be some at at Lowe's right now, but I tried to get it online. Not enough. There was none in the area. Like I couldn't, none in Toronto, none in London. I tried all of the locations. None left for what I wanted, a nine foot or a 12 foot. But you can get a seven foot if they're still available for $30. Originally, like, 250 bucks. Well, maybe we should move Christmas to January. I know. It's not a bad idea. <sighs> I say that every year, too. Like, I'll buy my Christmas decorations now for Christmas, but then who wants to store it, right? Then you got to store everything. Yeah, it's a it terrible sucks. problem to have. Yeah. At least you can recycle your milk on me. That's good. You're, you're <laughs> Thank welcome. You. Thanks. Ungrateful. <laughs> it's not ungrateful. <laughs> Beat traffic. It's a little strange, if you ask me. It's a big two liter of milk. It's got like this much in it. (laughs) It's enough for a couple coffees. I wasn't going to bring in a brand new one.